everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for listening today. This is the Busy Mom Podcast. Um, I want to talk to you today about something that has me a little bit riled up. I read a blog post recently from a young uh, woman who has written several books. I'm sure she's a wonderful person, but I want to talk today a little bit about what she is writing on her blog, simply because it's public information and it's out there. And I want to give a different opinion, a different uh, a different take on what she is saying. So we're going to be digging into this today. And I've titled this particular podcast, The Truth About False Teachers, because the truth is there are a lot of false teachers out in the world today. And the Bible tells us this is going to continue to happen at an even greater rate until the Lord returns. And so just like we talked about in the last podcast, what we need to begin doing as believers is really going back to the Word of God and saying, does what this person is saying line up with the Word of God. And that really is the standard. And so what I want to do today is take uh, this post that is being shared by many, many people, including some Christian friends of mine, as if it were true, and I'm going to hold it up to the light of Scripture and then let you guys decide for yourself, does it line up with God's Word or doesn't it? Because this is the challenge of this generation. The Bible says that the war that the enemy is raging against us begins in our mind, which is why we need to go back to the Word over and over over and say, Father, give me your mind. We are the, the Bible says we have been given the mind of Christ, but it doesn't mean that we just automatically just have it and we have a discernment. We're to cry out for it. We're to ask God for wisdom. We're to seek him at every turn along the way. And when we don't do it, we will end up going along with whatever the culture says is right. We will exchange, the Bible says, the truth for a lie, which is what's happening obviously over and over in, uh, in North Carolina and certainly happening in Washington. Washington State. We're seeing this whole uh, push toward the occult happening now in the public school system. And so I've asked Dorinda if she would come back and talk to me uh, about this again, because I think it's important for you to hear from another mom, not just me, but somebody else who's in the trenches. I have seven children. Many of you have not heard me speak before, so I'll introduce myself, I guess, a little bit. I have seven children. Uh, They range in age from five to 25 and two grand sons. And my friend Dorinda, hi Dorinda. Hey. Uh, Dorinda and I have been working together for a long time. Dorinda is the one who puts together all of the conferences for uh, com, and we run these conferences around the country with the goal of teaching women how to separate the truth from the lies that are being permeating, that are permeating our culture right now. And Dorinda has eight children. Dorinda, tell everybody who you are, how many kids you have, and about your grandbabies. Oh, well, we have eight kids, my husband and I, and they range from age almost 12. Can I believe my baby is almost 12? Um, and the oldest is 25. And we have three grandkids on earth and one in heaven. Wow. So you you got you kind of a growing family thing going we do. on. And now we you're just do. continuing to expand uh, your family as your kids are getting married and having kids just like I am. So that's pretty fun. But we have been watching with, you know, a fair degree of horror lately uh, what's happening in the school district. And we talked about this on the last podcast about this whole gender unicorn thing. And then uh, I've, I've been noticing and sort of sharing a little bit on my Facebook page. A lot of you follow me there. If you ever want to, uh, you know, have a little more drama in your life, if you haven't <laughs> had enough. If you're bored, if you're bored, just go to Heidi's Facebook page. It's quite entertaining. It's very entertaining. And sometimes disturbing. Yes, because what's <laughs> happening in our world is is extremely disturbing. It's amazing. And we saw a post about uh, 
the after school Satan clubs that are coming to a school near you. They're actually being, there's new ones uh, being started in Mount Vernon, Washington at the Centennial School. Don't you just feel like you you have to pinch yourself when I do. you read that? Yeah, every day now when I turn on the radio or I check, you know, Facebook or whatever, if I don't get into the Word of God before I do it, um, I want to shoot myself. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm just like, what? It is overwhelming. What is going Mm -hmm. on? And what's going on is uh, we have exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and we have allowed ourselves as Christians to become silent and to be pushed into the corners of the culture. And I am kind of in little little bit of a Joan of Arc mode over here now because I'm like, listen, stop sitting around and expecting things to get better. They're not going to get better. They're going to get worse. Listen to this. Uh, KUOW, which is reporting uh, for Washington State, reported just a few days ago there are satanic after-school clubs planned in Washington State elementary schools. And the the satanic temple that's based in New York is taking out billboards now across the country that feature the pentagram and the sign of Satan on the front of them. They have a black background and the red pentagram, a circle around the the black pentagram, a red circle around the black pentagram. And here's their byline. Never be hit in school again. A moment of silence for false advertising. Never be hit in school again. And instead it says, exercise your religious rights. And their website is protectchildrenproject.com. The Satanic Temple. I want you people to listen to what's happening. The Satanic Temple is saying that they want to protect your children. They're the owners of protectchildrenproject.com. Listen to me. There is anything but protection offered in worshiping Satan. You're actually inviting harm and violence into your life. That's right. The the occult is real, and Satan uses demons in an attempt to defeat Christians. Uh, You don't believe me? Read Ephesians 6. If you don't believe the enemy is real, I'm here to tell you right now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, he is real. And when we invite him into our schools, you better look out, right? So this is the kind of stuff that we're up against. And this is really blatant, right? I mean, most people go, wow, satanic after-school clubs, which interestingly enough, they are targeting uh, the good news clubs. Right. And I think that's probably in an effort to get the, the the schools eventually to kick out the good news clubs because, you know, well, we don't want the satanic club. Then the satanic club's going to do what they always do, just like the LGBT thing with the bakery in Oregon. It's not about um, religious freedom. Right. It's about me trying to get you to acquiesce to what I'm thinking and what I believe. And if you don't do it, that's fine. I'll sue you until you do do it. They want to silence they you. They want to silence you. And I think, I honestly think that's what's behind this. I don't know that I believe that they're like, let's put satanic clubs in school. I think the end game is to remove the good news clubs. Right. I kind of think that's what's going on. But again, that's uh, conjecture. But I want to uh, swing away now from what is obviously from the devil. And go to something that's maybe not quite so obvious, which was this post. And let me just read to you what she said, because I don't want to misquote her. She said, knowing many of my pro-life friends feel torn between voting for an unpopular but highly qualified pro-choice candidate in Hillary Clinton and an incompetent narcissist who poses a unique threat to our American democracy and Donald Trump, I'd like to make a proposal. You should vote for Hillary Clinton. And I'd like to suggest that voting for a pro-choice candidate in this election or any election, and here's the thing that just, I literally almost cried when I read this, uh, need not overburden your conscience. Wow. She's saying, you can, you should vote for a pro-choice candidate and it should not overburden 
your conscience. And men and women, there is a sifting happening. Now, this isn't as blatant as the Church of Satan, but it comes from the same stinking dang place. Mm -hmm. And the reason we know that is because we hold it up to the the light of God's Word, and that's what we want to do. So, Dorinda, what does the Bible say about unborn children? Well, um, in Isaiah 49, verse 1, it said, The Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb, He called me by name. Wow. It also says in verse 5, And now the Lord speaks, the one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring Israel back to him. So he's basically saying God formed him and made him and knew him. And had a plan for him. And had a plan for him. Before he took a breath outside of his mother. Exactly. Absolutely. And we are seeing a sifting happening in the church today. We are seeing people call evil good and tell you not to quote, overburden your conscience by voting for a pro-abortion candidate. I just want to say, church, you need to wake up. False teachers promise peace when there is no peace. They will tell you that you can live in sin and that God will not punish you, and that is a lie. So you may not like Donald Trump, but this is the worst uh, reason that I can ever think of to vote for Hillary Clinton, and I am stunned at the blatant disregard for truth and the callousness that she is demonstrating toward unborn life in the name of Christianity. That's what just makes me crazy. Uh, God warns us against false teachers. In Jeremiah 23, verses 1 through 4, uh, it says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Christians, if you want to follow God, your road is going to be hard, not easy. That's right. Your conscience should feel burdened by things that God says he hates. And Anyone who tells you otherwise is not speaking for God. They are speaking against God. Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19 tells you six things the Lord hates. I'm going to read them to you. Here they are. Six things the Lord hates. Seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, and a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. You guys, this is false teaching at its absolute best. And if you can't see it, you need to get before the Lord and say, Father, help me hold up this teaching to the light of your word. Someone will say to me, well, I don't like Donald Trump. He was married, you know, three times, this, that, and the other thing. I'm not even here to defend Donald Trump, and I am going to vote for him simply because he is standing on a pro-life, uh, pro-life platform. And we've now watched Hillary Clinton lie countless times, which is something that, another thing that God says that he hates. But the main thing, um, The main thing that really got me, and I know there are going to be Christians who vote for Hillary Clinton, but that suggests that you need not overburden your conscience by defending an unborn child is absolutely unconscionable to me. And that we would uh, somehow think that this is all right because the person who wrote it is speaking as a Christian tells me we got a huge discernment problem in this country right now. And we need to go before the Lord. We said last week in the podcast that the Bible says if we need wisdom, James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask it of God who gives it generously and without reproach. And we need to check our theology. We've got to check our theology. Theology matters. Theology is simply the study of God. It's what do we know to be true about God? And clearly, this woman doesn't know very much about God, or she wouldn't be saying that God doesn't want your your conscience to be overburdened by the slaughter of innocent children. I'm almost 
out of words. Speechless. I'm sp- I really am. I'm speechless. So uh, I'm going to end this podcast today by just asking you, uh, go to your Bible today and look up Jeremiah. Ink it up. Go to the book of Jeremiah. Read what the Bible has to say about false teachers, how God warns us about false teachers. God reveals the terrible damage that false prophets do in the church and warns against them over and over and over again. God warns his people not to listen to false teachers that say that he won't punish sinners. Um, In Jeremiah 23, verses 16 through 20, it says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of prophets who prophesy to you. They will make you worthless. They speak a vision of their own heart, not from the mouth of the Lord. And that is exactly what this is. That's right. So go before the Lord, look up what he says in Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19, and then hold up what you are seeing happening in social media and around you today in the culture to the light of God's word and ask the Lord to speak wisdom to you. The Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, uh, go before the Lord and ask him and he will give it to you. I'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.